KBLA Talk 1580. Man, the conversation in the studio is uh, so <laughs> awesome that I could actually, uh, yeah, forget that I have to do <laughs> a radio show right now. Um, I am so um, excited to introduce our guest for today. Um, he is somebody I just met, but somebody y'all are probably familiar with because he's won just about every award possible in the uh, advertising and uh, creative industry, creative design industry. Um, he is a South LA uh, native, and he's got an incredible story. Um, the co-founder of an organization, a company, I should say, called Concreates, um, Joe Michael Nixon. Welcome. Greetings and salutations. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. I, you know, in coming in studio, y'all can uh, see us live at youtube.com uh, KBLA 1580. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having You know, I wouldn't miss this for the world. You already know we discussed what was going on with you and I. <laughs> we, yeah, we did, we did. We, I mean, I, I just met you, but we go way back. Yeah, yeah. So no that's doubt. a blessing. Yeah, yeah. So let's, you know, let's talk about you, your story, um, a deep dive. I think there's so much to be learned and inspired and understood and unlearned from your story. So you're a South LA kid. Yes. Born and raised. Yes, like we all are. But like many Black Americans, you kind of came up with a dual consciousness, but maybe in an extreme, right? Yeah, in an extreme. So um, coming up in from South L.A. in the Crenshaw District, to be exact, um, you know, our parents were always aware of, okay, especially in the early 80s when they started the busing system. It was like, I'm going to give my child these opportunities. Right. And from I'm talking about from kindergarten, I was in Valley schools, oftentimes the only black kid in school. And the, um, the fine line came that, I would often be in the valley all day, but I would come home. To Crenshaw. And I would come home into the Crenshaw district. So it's like getting the best of both worlds. I didn't know at the time that's the tools that I were being equipped with. But now I'm like, oh, my goodness. I didn't see it at the time. So it was, but it was, it sounds like it was the best of both worlds and in some ways the worst of both worlds because you had to deal with being othered all the time in school. And at the same time, you're, you're from where you're from and you sometimes in that kind of situation, you could be pressured to represent even harder, right? No doubt. Because it was the things like, you know, there are only so many times you're going to get ribbed about like, he sounded like a white boy. So if you know how where we come from, if you're saying that I sound like a white boy now, eventually you think I fight like one or something else. So now the ribbon is going to start. So we're going to have to put a stop to that immediately. And it got me to, you know what I'm saying? You know that I had a, you ever watched Roots before? Yeah. So you know that, ago. you know that rite of passage in Roots when they go off on a journey and they take the, the adolescent kids that are turning 13, they teach them how to hunt and do these things. Well, if there are things missing in South LA, that's when the gang culture comes. That's our Boy Scouts. That's our rite of passage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not prepared, and the best of them are going to have them. All of if everybody knows what the Crenshaw district is. Parents or lawyers or everything else, but your son from the hood too. It's just it's, it is what it is. Yeah, no 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 doubt. So you graduated? 
Yeah, most definitely. You graduated. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing that. You better graduate. But meanwhile, <laughs> you're, you're. But meanwhile, you're oh, yeah, going I'm, through I'm your outside. rites of yeah, pass- yeah, yeah, passage outside. in I'm, a real I'm, way. I am um, actually um, 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 extracting large amounts of currency from financial institutions that are insured by the United States government, aka robbing banks. Robbing banks for those who couldn't wow. read between the lines. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of banks. Yes, a lot, a lot, allegedly. Uh, allegedly, right? Allegedly, yeah. but um. How I mean, how did you, how did that start? How did how do you get into the profession of of, of well, like bank it, robbing? Like 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 if you know if you do your history, especially in the Crenshaw district, it's like to me it didn't even make any sense. Like I never got into the dudes who sold drugs or did all of that stuff. It was like too much work. I was like, we going to get money. The money's in there. <laughs> it's like to me, it's common sense. Do you, we want to get money so we can kick it and have a but The money's in there. I think I'm kind of sharp. I think I could figure a way to get the money out of there. Right. And you did time and time, time again. Time and time and time and time. And then time, what happened? And time and time and, and time and, and time again. And allegedly. Allegedly. And then what happened? Um, I got tired of it. Really? I got tired of it. So I stopped. I went to um checked in the West LA and started selling weed. You know what I'm saying? Like my retirement fund. Like your retirement was so life. weak yeah, because go, back then it was do, illegal. Do something, right, you know right, right. So, and that was the time that the case was beginning to unravel. Other individuals who were beginning to continue to do the things without me were being apprehended. And when said individuals are beginning to get apprehended, sooner or later names come up. And I actually had no physical evidence on me when they apprehended me. And I chose to, um, hire and fire a plethora of lawyers and I became my own lawyer and a long story short I end up getting a hung jury <laughs> damn near um defending myself wow but um in order to not get a like a lengthy sentence um I chose to plead to three bank robberies a conspiracy and a um related firearm offense and I was sentenced to 240 months which is 20 years in federal prison Wow. And and you actually served a number of oh, months. You yes. you you actually yeah, you spent a long time there. Yes, that was that was that was a journey. That was that was a, our Moses moment. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean by that? Um I was actually reintroduced to myself. So when you start um all of the distractions, all of these things, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? What's going on here? Like, oh my goodness, I let my mother down. I let my father down. I like, like, I'm tripping. I'm in trouble right now. So when the um, the weight of it actually settled in, like how much time I had to do, I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? It seems like I'm gonna be 39 years old when I get out because I was apprehended at 22. I was like, wow, whoa, like, like just trying to process that. I was like, okay, how are we gonna get through this? I'm going to go through school and I'm going to travel because I found out that in federal prison, there are 117 prisons. And depending on what you want to do, you can travel every 18 months for school purposes. So once I learned that, yeah. How does that work? Okay. So basically, um, like um, you, you go in there, they have this big old book. If you um, federal Bureau of Corrections, all of the prisons and you'll look in there and it'll be like, oh, um, they have a dental school and um Forest City, Arkansas, I want to go there. Go to your case manager. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. They're not going to deny you education. There's rehabilitation. 
This is really what you here so. For. You basically you work the system inside of, a prison of to get education. Of course. <laughs> this is. Gonna, <laughs> there's a lot more to this story. We are of just course. getting started. He's not even all the way out yet. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Joe Michael Nixon of Concretes is my guest on KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> KVLA Talk 15. You know, Joe Michael Nixon over here clowning. You want me to ask you what? Please. I need you to ask me. Okay. That so what, what do you feel? So like, you don't understand how iconic this moment is right now. For real. We can he get want, back to Miles, the he wants me to ask him, what do you feel when you hear a record like Tupac's new one? I love Tupac's new record. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness no one's ever asked me that before i see why they say you're the idea man <laughs> that's your nickname the idea man yeah yeah like i ran with that not yeah. nor magazine when he said i said yeah i like that i said put that on instagram we're running with that and they say uh, you have a miracle you have an, an ability to turn media nightmares into marketing miracles yeah that was that was the um inception of concrete actually our first story so um, me and my cohort um, and co-founder Vincent Bragg, we were at the time incarcerated with the founder of a startup company called MeUndies, um, a Jonathan Shokri, and he was there on unrelated ridiculous charges that nobody in history went to prison for. But he was the founder of a startup company called MeUndies. And at the time, I had seen in the media, there was an individual, he was a running back, for the Dallas Cowboys, his name was Joseph Randall. And Joseph Randall was arrested in Dallas for shoplifting. Didn't make any sense to me at the time. It's all over the news. They're going crazy about this story. So, of course, we have time to actually dissect the story. And lo and behold, Joseph Randall was shopping that day in the mall, had his son with him that was going through his terrible twos. He threw a tantrum, took his son outside to console him, and... He had some items that he didn't pay for, and they made a big deal out of it. I was like, I thought that was whack. So at the time, the idea hit me. One of the items that he was actually supposed to be shoplifting were Ralph Lauren underwear. And I was in here with the founder of a startup company, MeUndies. So I'm like, bro, you need to do something with this. I said, imagine this. What would it look like if you paid his fine and said that if he was using MeUndies, which is an online company, he wouldn't have to worry about that anyway because they're the world's most comfortable underwear. Lo and behold, (laughs) probably after a couple of days of twisting his marketing team's wrists, like you're taking some advice from a bank robber in jail, Mark, (laughs) we pull the trigger. That's a Thursday, Sunday morning. Stephen A. Smith is reporting it. Um, Everybody is what the kids call. It went viral. Right. And I'm like, oh, that was our aha moment. Like, damn it. What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? So my dear friend Vince, that's when he had his um, Moses moment. And he asked me the very next day, he said, when you watch a McDonald's commercial, he was like, who do you think does that? I was like, shit, McDonald's. He was like, no, they have advertising agencies and they hire people to come up with those ideas. I was like, shit, we could do that. He said, duh. I was like, damn, and he asked me, he was like, well, if we had a, um, what would you call that agency? I said, Concreates, Convicts to Create. And lo and behold, I didn't know it had a a double conundrum meaning because in Latin it means to build together. And I was like, it just fit. And that moment on, we dove into learning what the ad space was. So you and Vince Bragg actually met in 
yeah. inside prison and yeah. became really good friends well, and business the, partners. Yes, because it was a club of us. It was like um, um, Vincent Bragg, Ricky Coley, Jonathan Shokrian. We had a club where we just somehow formed a group that wanted to cook together, do dope ideas, and don't be involved in the prison shit. Right. Okay. <laughs> Stop. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we need the radio edit of this conversation. But yeah, so you guys actually become friends and business partners partners while you're incarcerated, and you get your first deal while you're behind bars. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and then we was just so we didn't think it was a fluke. We had to run it back. So, um, 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 Marshawn Lynch of the um, Seattle um, Seahawks at the time. He was getting fined for grabbing at his crotch. Well, lo and behold, how the system works, we actually are in federal prison with his cousin. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Lil' Keith, thank you could get Beast Mode on the line. We do another deal with the MeUndies again. He goes to the Super Bowl that year. They asked him why he didn't grab his crotch. He said, I have the on the world's most comfortable underwear. Here we are there. <laughs> the most dope guerrilla marketing techniques. Wow. Yeah. And so from there, the agency is launched. Yes, I own that. And how long are you there, you know, still incarcerated running this agency? Uh, so that's, this is when this is when your when your teammates come in hand. So Vincent was actually released three years prior to me. So ah. he hits the streets running in March of 2016, flying all over the country, trying to, you know what I'm saying, tell everybody we're dope. All your favorite influencers are telling us, ah, yeah, it's cool. We actually got 20 200 no's really some of your favorite people that were there last night that just didn't see last night he's referring to 1500 (laughs) or nothing day which is i talked about it a little bit which is an amazing party uh anyway yeah yes so um that so some of those influencers were like yeah we good we have this yeah yeah agency we've heard of yeah this mainstream white-owned agency it was like okay so i think it was um this is like the the moment. Um, a Tim Jones of seventy two and Sunny ran into Vincent at a at a Google event, and right then and there he immediately got it. Took us to his partners at seventy two and Sunny. They got it. Fell in love with us. Um, put a visual identity behind this, and we were launched in the public of when I came home in July of nineteen, and it's been a wrap since then. Wow. So. I mean, when I think of the advertising agencies in that world, it seems very, very closed. I just being having been on radio all these years, I know they had the no urban dictates where they wouldn't even advertise on black uh, or black serving outlets. I know that what I've seen in that world, it's very buttoned up, very Wall Street, Park Avenue, um, not very 1500 or nothing. <laughs> um, how did you? I, you said you had 2,200 no's, but then, boom, you connect with this guy, and it's go time? And, it's, go, and it's go time immediately. There was no resistance. There was no pushback. Well, well, you guys because, don't fit the format. Well, <clears> because <throat> of what happened at the time, because of um, what the media was going on in society, it actually fit. Because as soon as they launched us, a little small record label you guys may know about called Rock Nation. <laughs> of course, you know what they do over there with the Reform Alliance. So their team was on point. As soon as we were launched, they was like, go get them. And they allowed us to do the work for their artist, Casanova. 
the marketing for his um, um, project. So it was just like, it just started to happen. Well, yeah, that's true, too, because <clears throat> you're coming out in 2019. Now, of course, Vince has been doing groundwork, right? Yeah. But you're coming out right before the massive 2020 uh, protests and people demanding that we be in the room. Oh, I went to, um. so I, I was the, one of the individuals who was released from prison and right back in prison. So I was released in, in July of 19 and went to COVID and lockdown like everybody else, right? That following February. Yeah, I was like, I don't believe down. this. Right. Yeah. I was like, I don't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this actually happening? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. That is crazy. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about working the system inside of the prisons um, to get the knowledge that you wanted to get. And we famously know about Malcolm X reading all these books and things. But did you study advertising in that mm. system? Like, um, how did you get the skills to do this? So basically, um, I don't. I, I think it's, we always talk about a transferable skill set, right? Right. So think about it like this: If I've done something twenty-seven times successfully, which was allegedly robbing banks, somehow upstairs, when you think about a transferable skill set, I'm good with people. I work fast with time. If you utilize what it takes to successfully <laughs> rob a bank and then works transfer it. well under pressure. Yeah, it works well under pressure. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. sounds like a marketing exec to me. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, it it actually, if you think about it, it does. But then the way that we're programmed, especially as black people, that, yeah, but who's going to believe that? Yeah, I mean, you know, don't believe me, just watch. Check the scoreboard. Yeah. I haven't missed yet. Yeah. My idea, we haven't missed yet. Concreates is now a formidable um, agency, right? Oh, yes, we're in space. We um we were just, I don't know if people know what's going on in the space. We were just invited this last year to um, Cannes Creativity Festival, and they did a write-up on us. It was like the, the trailblazers in the space. Yeah. So we're I mean, officially you, you, here You've now. been in, in Forbes. You've been in... Uh, business insider, uh, I you know we were talking off the air, and I said I need to read more of these businessman business magazines because once I googled you, it's like yeah, it's all there. No, it's like so. It's like if you know, you know, and we don't even trip. You know what I'm saying? We we not with the thousands, a hundred thousand of followers want to be your influencer or none of that. We're not here for that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We're here for what we do, and what we want to do is introduce individuals who are saying that they are entrepreneurs. They're on, on Instagram. You don't have a LinkedIn. What kind of entrepreneur are you? <clears throat> Ma'am, we had this discussion. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> yeah. I have one, but I need to yeah, work on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 we did have this yeah. conversation. You said the real money is on LinkedIn. It's man, not listen, on Instagram. Man, it's man, not listen, on Facebook. Man. I had a LinkedIn before I had Instagram. Wow. Ma'am, what do you think um, the Zuckerbergs and the other individuals over there who play and are decision makers? They don't DM people on Instagram. <laughs> I'm so crazy. We're talking with Joe Michael Nixon of Concreates. Got so many questions. Want to talk about some of the, you know, um, we got news, traffic, and sports right here, but some of the clients you work with, like your creative um, philosophy kind of, and so much more. It's KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique Dupree. When we come forward, broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA. 
Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Joe Michael Nixon, they say time flies when you're on the radio. I always say that. It's flying even faster today. This is such an interesting conversation. Um, you know, sharing your story and your agency, Con Creates, now a major player in the game. Talk about some of the folks you have worked with so far. Um, we, um, the artists formerly known as Facebook, which is Meta, <laughs> um, Google, United Airlines, Trojan, uh, Adidas. NFL, I'm wow. like, it goes. I mean, we're talking big, big, big. So yeah, now you're competing with legacy ad agencies that have those relationships that have been in the game, that, you know, have all the degrees and this and that and the awards, and you just went for it. Well, it's kind of like, um, in a way, so we, we decided to um, pivot at the time because initially, if you're coming in the door in a space like that, you can't just say that you are dope. Right. You have to like, it was like, okay, you're, uh, you're dope, but le- what have you done? Right. And that's when we um, decided to pivot um, with collaboration over competition, which we would partnership uh, with, with different agencies at I first see. as a secret mm-hmm. ingredient, the mm-hmm. secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Like, right. who are the individuals going to take us to the top? Don't sit over there. Don't try to kick it. Don't try to say we're the big guys over here. But we implement what we feel. It happened and it worked well. And you, but um, again, so smart because we've had disasters in that ad space. Oh my. You know what I mean? Yes. The um, terrible racist, you know, ads that go out that the cause coolest company, monkey in the jungle. Right, the, right. The, the, oh, I'm, we can go over and over. Right. You know what I'm saying? The Gucci when, when you sweater, don't have your on pulse. and on it goes. Yeah, yeah. And and you and and we say we. I find myself saying all the time, "Who let this go out? Like, do you have no black people on your team? Do you have no savvy black people on your team?" It, and it happens that way. It happens that way. The because the gatekeepers are not us. The conversations, and I'm going to leave said clients out of it. Right. The the conversations that I had in backdoor, fighting for maybe twelve or fifteen. White women telling me what's appropriate for Juneteenth was like, it was just, it was mind boggling to me. <laughs> they want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. And, and, and yet just, you remained calm. You have to remain calm yeah, <laughs> and, and be clever at the same time. Were you time. meditating in yeah. prison? Cause I don't know yeah. if I can do that <laughs> myself. Um, it, but for you, you said it's not just all about chasing dollars, chasing fame, even chasing awards. Although you've gotten the top, the golden pencil and all these things that most of us have never heard of, but which are super, you know, prestigious in that space. So what is it about? What are you chasing? It, it's it's um, like being in an intersection of passion and purpose. It has to set my soul on fire like it's the right thing to do. It has to have a social impact. It has to have a give back. It has to have so many different tools in it for me to do it. Like I personally won't work with, a liquor company for the simple fact I know what it's done to my community. Yes, they want us to do some things. They want to get us some money. I can't be informally incarcerated with all of those things that hang over my head and then just go get some money with a liquor company too. It To me, it doesn't sit right in my soul. So you have to have a moral compass. So it's it's really a creative space for you. No doubt. That's where I express myself. What, what Do you have a creative philosophy? <clears throat> like, like how do you... How do you place yourself in the, in the universe of creatives or how do you inspire yourself? Um, so it's crazy. Um, I 
often just stay with the dopest creatives in the space, everybody who I'm inspired by. So um, when you hear um, Apple, everybody thinks of Steve Jobs. Well, in all actuality, why you know Apple so much, in 1984, their biggest ad, the Super Bowl ad, was done by a Lee Cloud. If you get a chance, look up a Lee Cloud. Lee Cloud was one of the most, he is God when it comes to creativity. The Energizer Bunny that keeps going and going and mm-hmm. going. All of these things, somebody creates these things. Right. Legendary creative Jimmy Smith. He is my mentor. He created the, the Nike ad with all of the dribble. It's in their advertising hall of fame. Individuals don't know this is a whole space over here. And I say that to say I just surround myself with the greats. I'm on with Jimmy Smith every Friday. What was going on in the space? What did you do? This is the individual who created Space Jam as an ad. His ad that he only got $10,000 for, he had a concept for Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny to play a basketball game. That was an ad from Wyden and Kennedy. They wanted to do a movie. The ad agency said, ah, we don't want to do it. They ended up doing it on their own. So this said individual probably lost about three, four hundred million dollars. Wow, that's insane. That is insane. <laughs> you said that you work with people like your mentor, um, Jimmy Smith in the space. But you guys also bring in, you also have a lot of formerly incarcerated folks, oh, people sure. from the community that are part of your of course, these are the, you have to think about it. These are the dopest creatives that I have ever met. These individuals can actually sit down and make a coloring book out of Skittles. I've seen <laughs> so many creative things in prison. It's like, right. you made a purse out of a potato chip bag. Yeah. These things that they're doing. So these are some of the most creative people I've ever seen in my life, men and women. And they help us work. It's funny because a lot of folks would say, okay, I, you know, I have this education behind me. I have connections. I'm going to shy away from the whole, you know, uh, incarcerated piece and, and the homies or whatever, instead of naming your, your group con creates and leaning into that. Was that, was that natural or was there oh, it's, a it's, struggle it's a, in there? No, it, it's a for sure thing because <laughs> on the outside looking in, what which you don't, what everybody else doesn't understand there is a difference between an inmate and a convict the the correctional officers in there when they're trying to pick at you and want to do something derogatory they'll call you an inmate to be a convict is a badge of courage in the underworld it is of of you didn't tell on anyone you don't have any um crimes against children women things like that you know what i'm saying it's a badge amongst thieves it's a certain ethic in the code over there so of course a convict isn't a you know for us it's not offensive you also said that um well we were talking off the air that for black people so many of us look to be an instagram model or a rapper like that's the, that's, that's the path to success what else do you wish we would consider i mean just think about it one of my one of our as a culture one of our dopest films that we love is boomerang this movie came out maybe 1991. They were showing it. That's why I love Eddie Murphy so much. Marcus Graham was an advertising executive. They were shooting ads. They were shooting commercials. They were winning awards. They were showing you that. I didn't see it until later on. 
Right. When you, <laughs> when you got interested later. in yes, this. It's, it's space. Right. So maybe more of us should consider getting into that. I would, I would strongly say if you can write a rap, you can write an ad. Mm. If you can write a script, you can do a marketing campaign. Very simple. Trust me. You'll run circles around people, actually. You'll kill in this space. Mm. And um, what does killing in the space look like for you? Um, killing in the space, to me, is just like um, um, just understanding the assignment. When you get the brief and your client comes back, like, like you know what it feels like to me? Like, when I look on LinkedIn and the CMO of United Airlines says, can't nobody do it like Concreates can? Yeah, no, I don't know what that feels like. You know like. what I'm that saying? That, that, good, that feels amazing to me. You know, I never thought about this until right now, but I feel like so much of our culture is driving the popularity of everything, right? The way we do a thing now becomes the way high fashion so-called couture is doing a thing or becomes the way the music business is doing a thing. So why wouldn't we be creating the marketing? Because we're creating the raw materials that get turned into the marketing by others. That's what you, you have to think about it. By the time you watch an ad and, it, and you see a popular term that we have created, it becomes corny because by the time they get to it, <laughs> it's three years late. We like right. We don't even say that no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't even stay that no like you don't know like I have to all the time I bring my my colleagues on you got it. We standing on business. That's the new that's what's going on. You have to know what's going on. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. So you you also provide like corny quality control for Oh these man, folks. listen, you got to run it through like we're not putting that out. We're the we're the culture team. Right, right. Concreates right. is team culture. Slide it before you put this shit, this stuff out for, for Black History Month. Before you embarrass mom. yourself. Yeah, holler at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just run it through the system. Like, right. don't do it like that. Yeah, you yeah. about to be a meme. This Juneteenth, this Juneteenth, <laughs> that don't, yeah, nah, uh Wouldn't do it if I were you. Yeah. Joe Michael Nixon of Con Creates is my guest. If you have a question, you can chime in. 800-920-1580. Continuing the conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. I can see how you got that idea, man, moniker. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Joe Michael uh, Nixon, we over here, like, he's got me all fired up. Yeah, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's an important conversation. But, um, you know, you, how do I don't even know what the question is, but it, it is a question of how do you, you know, how do you feel about Tupac's new one? How do you stay connected? How do you know what's going on? How do you stay in the space with your community and still function? Is it you going to school in the Valley and living in South L.A. all over again? Like, how are you managing that? Yeah, I, I believe I believe it's that that chameleon effect when I'm like, you know, what I'm saying I am comfortable. I am. I am as comfortable as I am on Slauson and Crenshaw, as I am at a Shabbat dinner, as I might be somewhere else. You know what I'm is saying? Is that code shifting or is it just you like a lot of different things? No, yes. Yeah, so in, in my philosophy is instead of looking for differences, I always find a common denominator in the group that might not be a group that you might say I associate myself with. Right. Because we're human beings. So I'm going to find something in you that we both like and I don't focus on that. And that's when I we have a kinship or some kind of friendship. 
because I search for common denominator. Okay, so you have this very successful ad agency and you're doing creative things with your community, you know, giving folks jobs. And you're, you've suggested that some of us might consider getting into that space and not just planning to be, you know, a, just a basketball player or rapper or an IG model. Nothing wrong with that, but most people aren't going to really thrive in that space. Most people aren't going to. But what do you say to the many black-owned businesses that, you know, are not necessarily going to be in the advertising space themselves, but in terms of what we ought to be doing and looking at it around marketing. When I started my company, Yay Yay Productions, did I have a marketing plan or a marketing budget? No, I had this whole vision. And I think it's so common that black owned businesses um, and BIPOC owned businesses, socially innovative. We, we don't necessarily think about marketing. I'm going to make my pies. Everyone's going to like them. They're going to come get the pies and that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just like being being rational, right? So yeah, at being logical as yourself, you have a, a company, you have 350 followers on Instagram, and you want to sell 10,000 cookies. <laughs> you made the post, and that's your marketing, and you sitting there still waiting on them cookies to sell. Right, makes no sense to me. Right. So so what? ought we be doing if not that and and also before i forget I, I feel like you think we have an over-reliance on social media oh for sure it's not real what do you it's mean by a, that i mean think about it okay so um give me your give me give me your favorite influencer who has a number say you have two million followers mm-hmm. right in all actuality only 13 percent of them are going to engage or spend some money with you right and you're spending all of that time to talk to those 13% of your followers. Okay. So it's, that means out of every 100 followers I have, only 13 are really going to be involved with whatever yeah. it is that I'm doing. So and so and to you, and if you don't have the ability to over and over talk to them 13 people and monetize and raise your family off of that, then you're in the wrong direction. Right. If you can't live on selling those 13 yeah. cookies or 26, whatever yeah. they're going to buy. So you're, it's like. So even at the level of a Taylor Swift, um, who has more followers than most countries. Well, she's different. Right. She's Taylor Swift of, is that that's an anomaly. Okay. She's a force of nature. Yeah. T- Taylor, Taylor Swift can do things. And I know I'm probably going to get some backlash for this. Like t- Beyonce, she, they had an epic fail with Adidas. I ain't seen no epic fail with no marketing with none with Taylor Swift. It, it, it just don't happen. Right. It just does not happen. She has the NFL ratings up 14%. She has jerseys up another 36%. Insane. 14%. Okay. (laughs) So let's not use that example. (laughs) Let's use the Beyonce example. If I've got, you know, the the that's Adidas another issue different anomaly too. Yeah, that's another okay. anomaly too. All right, well, I need yeah, a better example. That's the beehive, you know that she just True. that's she that she her followers are the same as Trump followers. It's just <laughs> it's just it is what Pas- it is. Passionate. I mean, passionate. Yeah, passionate. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I need a better example. Let's let's say I'm just a average non anomaly celebrity with 10 million followers. You're saying that's still not real. That's not real. That's not that. And that is not real. So what is real? Real is do your analytics. Right. Mm -hmm. Do your do your passion project. Right. I I do it about inspiration. You know what it means to me if I'm out of town and somebody said, hey, bro, yeah, I was in prison. I seen you on a Mike Tyson podcast. 
That is what it's for. That person just right there, you know, hey, I just started my company, man. I'm about to get on. That's what it's about. That same inspiration. Man, Nip got 50 billion entrepreneurs in the Crenshaw district after Nipsey Hassle. Right, right. So putting it on a different lens is the objective, if that makes sense. Yeah, but it also sounds like it's people. It's actual humans, yes. right? And not... Um, their brand or not their entity. Their, right, yeah, 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 not their substitutes. And wh why it slides in with us is because we have a story. You cannot make up someone starting an advertising agency. First of all, everybody doesn't even know what an advertising agency is. Right. And you started in prison like, wait a minute. Right. What is going on? So we have the story. That's what makes us different. If you see right now what's succeeding right now, America is captivated with the black bromance. And just just look at me for a minute. The number one podcast is going on. Willian, Willian um, Wallow and Gilly. They're killing it. They're cousins. They're going on. Mason Cameron, rappers from the 90s. The, the, the positive black man and his friend is the thing because they don't see it and they don't right. portray it in the media. Yeah. So I think they're excited when they see it. That makes sense. It's something we're thirsty <laughs> yeah, for. That if you if you say black on black crime, if you say black on black crime, black on black crime, black on black crime, and you see these black people loving each other, somehow you're captivated by it. Right. Because well, you've been yeah. telling me something that's not like it's not real. <laughs> right. And you've been with me on street science and front yeah. page. You already know what I think most, about black most, on black most, crime. Most definitely. But yeah, that's that's deep. Um, you know, we'll have some inspirational big closing thoughts when we come forward with Joe Michael Nixon exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. loud. KBLA Talk 1580. The conversation continues right now, right now, right now with now. Dominique DePrima on First Things First. Right, right now, talking with uh, Joe Michael Nixon and the agency is Concreates. If people want to follow you, watch you, um, get inspired by you, how should they connect? Um, we're on all platforms of social media. Um, we're on, on con um, as Concreates. As Concreates. Um, on um, Instagram, will be C O N. C-R-E and the number 8-T-E-S. Um, um, if you're looking to work with us, look up um, concreates.com. Um, you can look up all the leaders. I'm Joe Michael, the idea man um, on Instagram. And please, 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 LinkedIn. Right. Yeah, we started Please, well LinkedIn. off the air. You were what? What? You spend more time on Instagram than LinkedIn. We're probably not really... Um, in the business space, yeah, I'm, the I'm, way that we should be, right? No, most definitely. Yeah, so you said um, we got to, we, we have to stop relying so much on social media. And then the alternative to that besides LinkedIn is what? Is it is it grassroots organizing? Is it old-fashioned advertising, TV, outdoor? Like, what is real from the getting the word out perspective? So it's like, okay, so... Individuals right now, we get lost in the sauce by um, following trends. Right. So when I say a following trend, nobody is looking to do anything unique. Everybody is looking to do something safe. Right. Everybody wants to ride away. Well, what's wrong with providing the way? Be the wave. Be the wave. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Be the wave. Be the wave. Yeah. Okay, we got two minutes here. Yeah. Well, a minute and 30. Okay. What do you want to leave us with this morning? Um, just, mm, it's cool to be kind and it's cool to work with each other. 
and and it's like please 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 get over yourself <laughs> what does that mean um get over yourself because we talk about instagram like you know what i'm saying just get over yourself it is not about you all of the time like all of these things that they're saying that are that are dope and we're doing all of these things I have to admit, I don't light up a room like I do when I'm with my business partner, Vince. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to get over myself. So, I know Vince and I, we're, this interview would have been much better if he was here because this is what we do. So, <laughs> okay, I get so over part myself. Two, you yeah, guys part are two. Together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Vince. And uh, it was great the way it was, though. I really appreciate your coming in and spending time with us. I also think for me, part of the takeaway is that. We need to stop limiting ourselves in the places and spaces that we can function successfully and at a high level. Oh, no doubt. Don't don't limit yourself and please don't limit your opportunities. Don't think that you have to just be in this lane. You know what I'm saying? You could you could go everywhere with it. And please use the philosophy collaboration over competition i am not competing with these ad agencies i am working with them i love that collaboration over competition and the intersection of passion and purpose you can't go wrong well thank you joe michael the idea man aka joe nixon it's really been fun Thank you kindly. It's a pleasure. And inspiring. All right, I Tav- love Tupac's new record. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, Tavis Smiley is up next. Um, and not in those words. <laughs> Tavis Smiley is up next. He's got a great lineup for you, as always. I'm Dominique DePrima. Connect with me on social media, even if it isn't real. Uh, KBLA 1580 and DePrima Radio. My quote for today Collaboration over competition comes from this man right here. (laughs) Let's go until tomorrow. One love.